7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Ice storm causing big problems across the south. We have the story. Wichita police released the name of a young woman killed in a car crash. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm Rodney Price. County commissioners learn more about fundraising efforts at a Wichita museum. That story is coming up. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. This morning, the spotlight is on the groundhog, but we do see signs of a nice warm-up coming this weekend. Our complete forecast is on the way. Speaker McCarthy believes there's common ground with President Biden on a path to reduce the national debt. Leaving the White House after an hour-long discussion with President Biden, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy expressed optimism about a bipartisan agreement on lowering deficits and debt. So we, we both have different perspectives on this, but... Uh... I thought this was a good meeting. McCarthy did not detail any specific proposal. To really be able to do this right, I'm not going to negotiate this in the press. The White House says President Biden welcomes good faith discussions on reducing the deficit and growing the economy, but that should be separate from Congress raising the debt limit. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Much of the southern U.S. dealing with ice and freezing rain through midday today and then Northeastern states expected to get hammered with cold this weekend. Thousands of customers in North Texas are still without power today. Wichita police releasing the name of a woman who died after her car went over the wall on Kellogg early Sunday morning. 22-year-old Constance Harris of Wichita is the victim. She was a model who was finding success in Los Angeles. Wichita police investigating what caused that crash. She was apparently traveling westbound on Kellogg, hit the concrete wall, and went over the edge, landing on Washington Street. A spokesperson at Models and Images in Wichita said Harris had moved to Los Angeles and was modeling full-time. A man allegedly involved in a police chase and crash that resulted in the death of a Wellington woman has been charged with second-degree murder. 22-year-old Harry Redeker was charged Wednesday on multiple counts in the death of 38-year-old Lindsey Garman who was a passenger in a car when it crashed near Hoover and Taft in West Wichita. Redeker, uh, his next court appearance, set for February 13th, bond set at $250,000. At yesterday's Sedgwick County Commission meeting, the board learned more about fundraising efforts at the Kansas African American Museum. The museum's president, Denise Sherman, told commissioners that the museum launched a $6 million campaign as a year-long celebration of its 25th year to fund a new home. They are over halfway there, so far raising $3.2 million. Commissioner David Dennis said the museum's present location at 601 North Water is not ideal. Right now, if you go over there, it's surrounded on three sides uh, by uh, the Sedgwick County uh, Adult Detention Facility, which is not an optimal location for the the facility. The new facility is right on Main Street, uh, so it can attract uh, people from that come into our community. The proposed new location at 201 North Main in downtown Wichita would double the space needed for programming, exhibition, and research. Museum leaders hope to move to the new site in the next two years. Rodney Price, KNSS News. KNSS News time now, 7.05, five minutes past 7 o'clock. The third-ranked team in the nation is at Coke Arena tonight to take on the Shockers in men's basketball. We'll hear from Coach Brown coming up in sports. You've heard of the state bird. You've heard of the state song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. New Mexico is ready to establish a state aroma. That story just ahead. <laughs> I'm very intrigued. <laughs> on the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted.
The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted now 708. Eight minutes past seven o'clock. Australia is removing the British monarchy from its bank notes. The nation's central bank says its new $5 bill would feature an indigenous design rather than an image of King Charles III. But the king is still expected to appear on coins. The $5 bill was Australia's only remaining banknote to still feature an image of the monarch. The Democratic National Committee's winter meeting kicks off today. Democrats have a lot to discuss in Philadelphia this week for the DNC's winter meeting, which goes through Saturday. The president and vice president are expected to drop by. Ahead of this meeting, a group of southern state Democrats reportedly sent a letter asking them to hold the nominating convention in Atlanta next summer, reminding in the letter the role Georgia has played in keeping the Senate blue. But they have other fish to fry, like voting on a nominating calendar. The current proposal ditches Iowa and proposes South Carolina go first first, followed by Nevada and New Hampshire, then Georgia and Michigan before the big day Super Tuesday. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. A former gynecologist convicted of sexually abusing hundreds of patients is heading to jail while he awaits sentencing. Attorneys for ex-Dr. Robert Haddon of Englewood, New Jersey, argued he wasn't a flight risk and should remain free until he gets sentenced in April. But after hearing from nine women as well as getting statements from 43 other victims, the judge said no. Haddon had been a respected gynecologist until complaints about attacks on women shut down his career about 10 years ago. He was convicted last week after less than a day of deliberations. After the verdict, U.S. Attorney Damian Williams issued a statement calling Haddon a predator in a white coat. He could be sentenced to decades behind bars. Jill Nato, Fox News. Every state has its own state flower, state bird, among other things. But now there's a movement in New Mexico to establish a state aroma. State lawmaker Bill Soles says it's time for residents to wake up and smell the chili peppers. The sweet smell of green chilies roasting on an open flame wafts throughout New Mexico every fall from grocery store parking lots and roadside stands. Soles says that smell is unique to New Mexico, so why not make it the state aroma? Chili peppers are already one of New Mexico's official vegetables. The bill is not expected to bring about much heated debate. And if it becomes law, New Mexico would be the first state in the U.S. with its own official aroma. Tom Rigani, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7-11, 11 minutes past 7 o'clock. Continue to watch out for a traffic accident. Uh, You can get through now, but it's still going pretty slowly. Westbound, Kellogg, it's uh, a traffic accident is at Meridian, but they've... uh, uh, the traffic accident is at Meridian, but uh, uh, things really start backing up before that. Again, that's westbound on Kellogg uh, approaching Meridian. We've got a traffic accident there between Seneca and Meridian. You'll just want to avoid the area. It's running pretty slow right now. Traffic update from – oh, wait a minute. No, that's eastbound that's running slow. Westbound is still closed. Yeah, westbound is still closed. They're diverting traffic off of it entirely. So, yeah, it's still closed there. Traffic update from 98.7 at 13.30 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Good morning, Ronnell. Hey, good morning, Stephen Ted. Happy Thursday to you. Happy Yay. Thursday. Way to go. And I'm, I'm just happy that I'm happy that you don't predict the weather with some furry mammal creature. You know, <laughs> you got to do it scientifically. Furry mammal creature. Let, let's be real. Let's just be real and, and call him a rodent. Isn't oh, he technically okay. a rodent? Yeah, he's a big rat. 
Yeah. And if he's listening right now, Phil, we're not trying to be disrespectful. No. We're just trying to be technical. That's all we're doing. But when it comes to Phil's forecast, yeah, seeing a shadow, six more weeks of winter, uh, it's actually going to feel quite the opposite and look quite the opposite when it comes to our upcoming weekend. So, Phil, I'm not going to say he's wrong. I'm just going to say in the short term, at least, uh, I don't think that forecast is going to match up. And it's something that we'll all be able to take advantage of. So let's go ahead and get right into things. We were able to get above freezing yesterday. 30s, of course, the best that we were able to do, but even more warming today as we get up to a high of 48 degrees under a partly cloudy sky. Barely any cloud cover out there right now, but may see a few clouds late in the day, uh, especially because we expect uh, another cold front to roll through. So again, we'll still be able to warm up close to 50 with a bit more of a breeze late in the day due to that front rolling through. And then another freezing start early tomorrow morning as we drop down to uh, 18 degrees. Just expecting a mixture of clouds and stars tonight into early tomorrow morning. And once we get into our Friday, especially during the afternoon hours, we'll begin to feel the effects of that front as we only get up to, to 46 degrees. So it is going to stunt our warmth just a little bit. Uh, but then our winds are actually going to quickly switch right back out of the south. And this is going to warm us up quite a bit for this upcoming week. 37 on Saturday. But with a mostly cloudy sky, there's going to be another wind shift. But it's going to be uh, warmer winds that push us from 57 Saturday all the way up to 59 on Sunday. A little bit less cloud cover to wrap up the weekend as well. And also this weekend with these wind shifts that are going to be coming through. There may be some gusty winds at times, so that's going to be uh, our price to pay when it comes to these uh, these nice temperatures. It's just uh, some breezy conditions. 59 to start the uh, work school week early next week with a mostly cloudy sky. Another system going to swing through, but we may stay dry come Monday. By the time we get into the late, uh, uh, late Tuesday, only a 10% chance of rain, especially Tuesday night is how it's looking. But by Wednesday, we're looking at a slightly better chance of seeing some wet weather moving in. We'll also cool off going from 50 on Tuesday down to 48 Wednesday. And it looks like we'll have to wait a while for that moisture. But at least we'll have a nice weekend to look ahead to with highs getting close to 60. Oh, right now, uh, we're at 16 degrees with calm winds, visibility just fine, uh, just quiet, cold, really, to start the day with not really much cloud cover. Nice, bright start to the day as well. Yeah, that uh, punctures anything. It doesn't make any sense for Kansans. We have, we have spring and uh, winter every, about every week through wintertime. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that. We're used yeah. to the flip-flopping around here. You betcha. All right, thank you, sir. That's the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast. With Kansas Today meteorologist Ron L. Williams, Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS, 7.15 on the second day of Feb. We had a, a warmer day across uh, central Kansas Wednesday. High temperature yesterday in Wichita, 35. And as you heard uh, this morning, we're going to be in the upper 40s today. Normal high for the day date is 46. And on this date in 1956, New Mexico and West Texas were hit by a record snowstorm. Roswell received around 15 inches while two to three feet overwhelmed the Texas Panhandle. Ouch. 1956. Hmm. Stephen, 10 in the morning. Oh, uh, today is, as I said, the 2nd of February. You know who's having a birthday today? Tom Smothers is 86 today. The Smothers Brothers. Dick One of my absolute hey. heroes. Yeah, these guys. And apparently he and his brothers, uh, I saw the other day, they're going on tour. They're still performing? Yeah, they're not doing any music, but they're just doing like, Okay, just they're doing on comedy? Just, Going back and forth. That would be something I'd like oh, to see. Man. Those guys are I love those funny, guys. funny guys. Investigators said the, the former director of a zoo in southern Mexico, this is the director of the zoo, okay. killed and cooked four of the zoo's pygmy goats oh, and served them up at a Christmas season party. 
Mm, they wouldn't do that at Zubilee, would they? Jose Ruben Nava was replaced as director of the local zoo in the city of uh, Chilpantingo on January 12th following the death of a deer there. But later, investigators found that some of the animals in the zoo's collection had allegedly been sold off, traded, or eaten under Nava's orders. State Environment Department said the zebra was traded for tools, and deer and Watusi cattle were traded off as well. Hmm. So there's a zookeeper with a heart. He's a, he's a <laughs> wow. bad zoo director right wow. there. Wow. All right, Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It's, uh, well, it's time for sports this morning with Ted Woodward. He got a big, big game tonight at Coke, right, Ted? Huge game tonight at Coke Arena for Wichita State men's basketball, hosting the number three ranked team in the nation. The Houston Cougars come to town. Houston is number one in the nation in the NCAA net rankings with a record of 20-2. and two. Ken Palm ranks Houston in the top ten in the nation in offense and defense. Wow. That's why they're ranked third in the nation. Yeah. They are a good team. And previewing this game tonight, the play-by-play voice of the Shockers, Mike Kennedy, spoke with Shocker head coach Isaac Brown. You know, you only have two guys who played against him last year, Craig Porter and Kenny Poto, but you're right in both games, particularly the game here. Uh, is it a game where you kind of rely on them to talk to your guys who haven't seen them about don't get too caught up in the numbers and the ranking and all that? We were right there last year and, and kind of take some leadership in terms of, you know, we've got a chance in this game. We've got to believe that we can do this. Houston loose ball drill where they're diving on the floor, rebounding drill. And I just want those guys to see this is what you're going up against. It's not about how many shots you can make. You got to defend. You got to rebound. You got to play with toughness. You got to be ready to compete every time that ball is air. You got to find somebody to hit when there's a loose ball. You got to be the first to the floor, kind of like James Rojas. Because if you're not the first to the floor, you may tear ACL because they're gonna dive into your knees trying to get the basketball. What you're going to see tonight, the Shockers in third-ranked Houston. It's the first visit to the roundhouse by a top-three team in 33 years. And the last time the Shockers beat a top-three team here was 56 years ago. Shockers do have a winning record against top-three teams at the roundhouse. So uh, we'll see what happens tonight. Should be interesting. FanDuel has the Shockers as a 12.5-point underdog heading into this one. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl begin their pregame coverage at 7 o'clock. Game will tip off at 8 o'clock tonight at Coke Arena. Listen live to the Shockers and third rank Houston on 103.7 KEYN. Take a look. We'll be talking some college football tonight. It's the uh, very special edition of Hawk Talk. It's the Kansas Jayhawk football season wrap up and signing day special. Kansas head football coach Lance Leipold. That'll be at 6 o'clock this evening. Listen to that on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Go back to the hoops in women's basketball action last night. 24th-ranked Sterling wins at home. The Sterling ladies beat Bethany 72-49. The Sterling women, 19-4 now on the season, ranked in the top 25, now on a nine-game winning streak. Sterling women playing some good basketball right now. What a game last night in El Dorado at the power plant in Juco men's basketball. 23rd-ranked Butler Community College. Knocking off 13th-ranked Coffeyville, 83-75. Big win for the Butler men in El Dorado last night. The Butler men now 17-5 on the season. They have won eight of their last nine games, and they just beat a top-15 team last night. How about that? 
Arrowhead Stadium, of course, football is where MVP quarterback uh, Patrick Mahomes calls home. Now there's an officially named Mahomes Street, named by a real estate developer, Cameron Jackson. He's, as far as we know, it's the first ever county-approved street named after Patrick Mahomes. Where's it located, though? <laughs> it's, it's not anywhere near here. It's in South Jordan, Utah. <laughs> well, that makes sense. Yeah. Apparently this this guy yeah, is a big fan. Yeah, he eh? says he, he was in charge of naming the streets, and he likes Patrick <laughs> Mahomes, so he just named it. So uh, you can drive on Mahomes Street if you're in South Jordan, Utah. Don't forget the Super Bowl featuring Patrick Mahomes. We're only a week and a half away. And, of course, you can hear that game live on Sunday the 12th right here on KNSS. And that's sports with Stephen Ted. 721 now, Stephen Ted. Keep it here for a house call for health. Being optimistic can do wonders for your heart. Okay. That's coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. Uh, 16 degrees now on this Wednesday, Thursday morning. Wednesday was a day of remembrance and resolve for supporters and the family of Tyree Nichols in Memphis. Weather delayed the service for a bit, but mourners did honor the life of the young man who died after a beating by now ex-Memphis cops. Vice President Kamala Harris noted the contradiction of Nichols surrounded by officers. Tyree Nichols should have been safe. Because he wasn't, Attorney Ben Crump said after the service. Every last one of them on that video need to be held accountable. The five officers charged with murder, assault, kidnapping, and other counts are set to appear in court two weeks from tomorrow. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Wichita police offering drivers a second chance to take care of traffic warrants or get a driver's license fixed. Police Chief Joseph Sullivan says representatives from the courts and the police department will be on hand to help those with warrants and payments. You know, we're not looking to take people to jail for minor offenses. You know, we want to reserve that for people that represent a danger to the community. And, you know, people do deserve a second chance. And Second Chance Thursday takes place today, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. That's at the old downtown library building at 223 South Main. At Wednesday's Sedgwick County Commission meeting, the board learned the Kansas African American Museum has raised $3.2 million of its $6 million fundraising goal to move to a new location at 201 North Main in downtown Wichita. By a unanimous vote, the board denied a conditional use permit request to create an event center on a property near 85th Street South and Hydraulic, zoned as rural residential. And the board also will send a letter to the Kansas legislature and Governor Kelly to request state funding for a proposed Wichita State KU Biomedical Campus in downtown Wichita. Wichita Public Libraries are providing tax forms for anyone needing them again this year. Communications specialist Sean Jones says you can visit any location, pick up the forms you need, and instructions on how to fill them out. Providing these forms just gives people um, a good, quick place to come in and grab whatever they need to get that job done. Uh, We want to make sure that we have information and resources accessible to as many people in our community as we can. And the program runs through the tax filing deadline this year. That's April 18th. A New York man pleads guilty to threatening Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. Federal prosecutors say 51-year-old Joseph F. Morelli of Endicott, New York, left seven threatening messages on the Georgia Republican's phone over two days. In one, he actually identified himself. 
telling Taylor Greene he would take her life into his hands. He also threatened to pay someone to crack her skull with a baseball bat. Morelli's public defender telling the court her client suffers from a mental illness. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With a mostly clear sky, a quiet start to the day, and it looks like we remain in this dry weather pattern throughout the rest of the week and right on into the weekend. It'll be sunny, our high 48 later on this afternoon. The cold front pushes through from north to south, our overnight low 18, sunny, breezy, and 44 likely on Friday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now partly cloudy, 16 degrees, no wind. It's calm. No wind this morning. Today is Thursday, February 2nd, 2023. And on this date in 1653, New Amsterdam, now New York City, was incorporated. So it's a happy birthday to New York City. Yes, happy birthday, New York City. Yeah. Uh, a new study out of the United Kingdom has found that eating ultra-processed food raises the risk of developing and dying from cancer, as human bodies do not react the same to ingredients in the food as they do to fresh food. A study published in the journal eClinical Medicine examined the diets of more than 197,000 people, over half of whom were women, which was uh, present in a KU database. In total, researchers looked at 34 types of cancers in the study. So if you're eating a lot of ultra-processed food, you're risking. Yeah. It's a bigger risk. That's what they always say. I mean, I've kind of heard that. Yeah, that's not any breaking news. Mm. Smoke was coming from inside the fire station. Not a good deal. Firefighters in suburban Atlanta returned from a call Sunday to find their own breakfast was in flames. Uh-oh. A Hall County fire crew accidentally left the stove on when they left the station to respond to a house fire on Sunday morning. Yep. Uh-oh. Other firefighters returned to the Flowery Branch station to find smoke and a small fire. Fire officials say the stove's fire suppression system put out the blaze while firefighters tried to grab a fire extinguisher. I'm hoping they would have one of those well, you would, somewhere yeah, in the you building. Would think. There's one around there somewhere. The stove was only slightly damaged. No one was injured, yeah, actually. Big truck in the hose. Yeah. That's, that's why they had those fire stations, isn't it? Okay. 7.34 now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. A couple of things I'd, I'd like to chat about a little bit this morning, Ted, and that is uh, one of them, the, the uh, Kansas African American Museum. Uh, as uh, Commissioner Dennis pointed this out, and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the, the way they started out the museum, this, this, this old church right in the downtown Wichita, and that's the building they had. And I don't know the history of, of why it was there or, what, you know, why it, I, I've interviewed the people there, and they've told me before, but I've forgotten. At any rate, it winds up that this little church is sitting on three sides by a jail. Mm-hmm. And it's just not, well, how can we say, not conducive to, to visitors coming to it. It's, no, it's just, not an ideal yeah. Location. I've been I've been there, but it's you know it's you know, let's face it, uh, it's an interesting old building, but it's just not the right kind of place to have a museum. Of course, a couple of decades ago, the county offered them the chance to move, and they said no. They, oh, I didn't. They, I forgot about that. They stayed there. You're gonna stay there, and but here we are, about 20 years later, saying, "Ah, eh, we this well, isn't a good well, they're getting good location." Now they're, they're getting into that business that, that all museums get into. You know, but that is, you kind of got to. You got to hustle, raise some money, and and do some things. And it looks like they're doing a good job. They got uh, what about uh, half of the money raised on mm-hmm. a six million dollar move. Yep. And somebody's going to come along and say, "Hey, let's let's get let's help, let's bankroll them." But they'll have that's a good location over there at Second and Main. 
Oh, by the way, it's 735, Stephen Ted. Uh, we did want to check in with traffic again. Jad said there's a lot going on well, uh, out on the west side, right, Jad? That's right. We've still got that uh, traffic accident uh, westbound Kellogg. It happened between Meridian and Seneca. They've actually still got traffic stopped there. You can't get through. Uh, but now we're starting to see quite a backup eastbound right alongside that as well. Probably best just to avoid Kellogg either direction uh, right around Meridian, Seneca, that area, just because... Uh, traffic is almost Fog. not moving on the other side of the accident, and it isn't moving on the on the westbound side with the accident. So, best just to avoid it entirely right now. And I've just you know, for years and years, I have not, and we have not actually, Ted, been exposed to drive time traffic like that. We come to work way early, and, and we go to work, go home, not an afternoon drive. So. Every now and then I'll get out there and say, Ooh, how do people put up with yeah, this? Yeah, when I'm driving during <laughs> afternoon drive, I'm always shocked. I like, wow, I forget how many cars are out here at this time of the day. It's a movie on, uh, on this weekend, I, I think Turner Classics, where I saw it. Uh, Five Easy Pieces, which was made in 71. Early 70s, yeah. Uh, Jack Nicholson is a concert uh, pianist uh, protege who is not doing his piano work. He's out in the, he's down in the Texas oil field. Mm-hmm. Because he's kind of just drifted away from it. And uh, here he is. He and his buddy get caught in traffic. These two uh, oil riggers or whatever they call them. Uh, and they're stuck. And Jack gets out and starts screaming at people and loses his temper like he does. All right. And he sees this truck in front of him, a flatbed truck. He's got an old upright piano on it. So he jumps up there and pulls the cover off and starts playing this, you know, this classical music <laughs> on this terribly tuned piano. It's an interesting scene. It's an it's an interesting movie if you've never seen it. Five easy pieces, and it's kind of primitive, but uh, there are some good scenes in there. Yeah, that's one of them. Playing the piano. That's the way he he come. And then, by the way, the piano is with him, and it goes off on a <laughs> goes off on an exit, oh, and an his ex- buddy yeah. goes on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, New Mexico now. As we uh, told you earlier in our our news this morning, New Mexico uh, legislature is contemplating a state aroma, which is the smell of uh, what. Cooking chili, which I don't, I don't know what that smells like. But uh, do you? Well, have maybe any, you need to go to New Mexico and that, find out. Maybe they have a, a uh, an aroma festival down there. Um, just uh, you know, of course, it uh, triggered a thought in me, and and I think you too as well. What would be the state aroma of Kansas if we had to pick one? Beautiful fresh air. Yeah, <laughs> and lots of it. <laughs> lots of it. Hmm. Fresh hmm. air. Hmm. However, if you're in Ford County. The aroma would be different. Having lived there as a youth in Ford County, the stockyards there on the east side mm-hmm. of Dodge City. Yeah. If the wind's blowing just if right. The wind's blowing the right way. It's like, the thing is, though. Oh, boy. Look at it. The thing is, you're out in western Kansas. The wind always blows from the south or the north. Mm-hmm. Very rarely does it come from the east. But about once every month, <laughs> you get a good Here blast. Here we go. You get a good blast. So. Yeah. I. Uh, lived in Lyon County while I was going Lyon. to college, and uh, eh, there's some Is beef gonna... processing plant mm-hmm. there. But what almost made it worse was that was right next to a Dolly Madison bakery. Mm. They had a mixture there. The mixture is not pleasant. Not good. And I've smelled it, that. Yeah, I've smelled that before. That actually really turns you off any kind of like cinnamon roll for quite a while. <laughs> uh, when I worked downtown, the old KFH down on Douglas. Uh, go by the Bond Bread place over there was over on, mm-hmm. I don't know, St. Francis or someplace. Yep. 
When they were baking bread in the morning, whoo, boy, that was now nice. see, that's the aroma you want. <laughs> baking that's bread. The, that's the classic. Okay. Well, remember when we used to have that rendering plant, the deer rendering plant up north? And, yeah. Well, when the wind was out of the north here, it, it Ooh, was horrible. Terrible. Oh. Uh, but they finally obviously figured out a way to mitigate that. Figured it out. But boy, when I was a teenager, it's like, oh, man, <laughs> some of those wind from the north days, you're like, oh, this is terrible. The aroma. Well, the, the wastewater treatment has gotten so much better. Yeah, that used to be a you, bad thing. I-135 was used to be awful. South, yeah. <laughs> Some days, you're like, ooh. All right. Yeah, now it's pretty much yeah, not they, noticeable. They figured that out. What should be the Kansas State stink? <laughs> 741 now. By the way, quick quick update, Jed. Again, big problems out on the west side. Yeah, uh, um, again, if you're if you're especially if you're westbound, but either direction right now is pretty bad. They had a traffic accident uh, on Kellogg, and it's between Seneca and Meridian, you can't get through going westbound, and right now eastbound is so slow, best just to avoid it entirely. I hate to be facetious, but do you think the new police chief could ask the traffic officers to make haste? Uh, you know, move this thing along, get them out of there and get it going? Or help to stop making haste? There you go. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> Seven four- <laughs> problem is too much haste. 741 now, Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Coming up, we've got a Wichita Business Journal update this morning. Good passenger count at Eisenhower Airport. That's on the way. Stephen's head of the morning here on KNSS. Stephen's head of the morning, KNSS, 745 here on this Thursday morning. Three big things. Three. President Biden and House Speaker McCarthy meet on the debt ceiling, described as a good talk, but nothing accomplished. Two. Wichita police released the name of a woman killed in a car crash on Kellogg. 22-year-old Constance Harris was a professional model. One. Icy winter storms caused thousands of power outages in North Texas and travel problems across the South. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. Westbound Kellogg still closed. Uh, this is between Meridian and Seneca. They've still got westbound Kellogg closed there due to a traffic accident earlier today. Realistically, eastbound isn't going isn't moving very fast at all, so uh, I'd avoid eastbound as well. Uh, looks like traffic going through that area right now on Kellogg is moving very, very slow eastbound, and of course not at all at westbound because they've actually got it closed at Seneca. Westbound traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Mostly sunny and warmer today for the high of 48 degrees. Mostly clear and cold tonight. The overnight low 17. Friday sunny, tomorrow's high 51 degrees. Now partly cloudy, calm, and 16 degrees. Whatever Kansas weather deals us from one minute to the next, be prepared. Whether it's sun, snow, rain, or cold, all in one week, when Kansas weather changes, go see Hatman Jacks for protection from the elements. Hatman Jacks at the Clark Tower in Delano. Markets closed on an up note Wednesday after Jerome Powell announced another rate hike on interest 
Some wild swings on Wall Street with stocks ending higher after the Fed extended its fight against high inflation by raising its key interest rate by a quarter percentage point and Peloton stock peddling higher today and up over 26 percent. The Connected Fitness Company reported another quarterly loss, but its results were better than Wall Street expected with its subscriber growth holding steady. An electronic arts stock tumbled after the video game's publisher revealed it plans to delay its major Star Wars game release and shut down the development of two mobile games. The Dow winners, Microsoft, Salesforce, and Home Depot. The Dow decliners, Amgen, Travelers, and Chevron. The Dow rising seven points, the Nasdaq up 232, S&P 500 up 43. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Two people have been accused of stealing nearly $3 million from a wealthy ailing investor, moving into his Malibu beach home and giving him drugs. The U.S. Attorney's Office says Anthony Flores of Fresno and Anna Moore of Mexico faced char- decades in prison if convicted of conspiracy, wire fraud, and money laundering. Authorities say that in 2017 they befriended the investor who couldn't care for himself because of a mental illness. Prosecutors say they moved into his home, took control of his finances, gave him LSD, and after his death tried to steal more than $20 million more. Flores has pleaded not guilty. Moore hasn't entered a plea. And let's take a look at some local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Continuing its rebound from the impact of the pandemic, Wichita Dwight D. Eisenhower National Airport reporting a 19.5% increase in passengers for the year 2022. That's according to new info from the Wichita Airport Authority. More than 130,000 people flew in and out of the airport in December. That pushed the annual count to more than 1.5 million passengers. That easily Bested the total of just about 1.3 million in 2021, and in line with previous projections by the Wichita Business Journal, came within 14 percent of the record total of 1.75 million passengers. That was the year before the pandemic in 2019. The increased passengers also helped significantly boost revenues for the year. Of course, concessions up 27 percent compared to 2022. It's 6.3 million dollars. Car rentals on the rise, 24 percent. Parking increased 34% to $27.5 million. Two Wichita physicians have branched out to open a new family practice using an emerging business model that they say may help address the area's physician shortage. Doctors Angela Moore and Neil Sechrist opened Evolve Healthcare in early January near 37th Street uh, and Ridge Road in northwest Wichita which in addition to family medicine also offers a range of wellness services, including hormone optimization, IV therapy, and aesthetics. The office is among a growing number in Wichita that offers direct primary care, which uses a membership-based pricing model as an alternative to traditional health insurance. And that's business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal with Steve and Ted in the morning. It's uh, seven coming up on 7.51 now with Steve and Ted. On this, uh, what is it, a Thursday morning. All right, Ted, uh, I just want to talk about a couple of things here real quick uh, regarding just a couple of thoughts on what's going on in the news with President Biden and McCarthy. At least at least they had a meeting. You know, that's a step in the right direction. Talk about this debt ceiling thing. Uh, and I'm going to predict they're, they're going to find some compromise. Uh, they're going to have to because, what, uh, in June we start defaulting on our loans. Not a good thing. And it's kind of happened before, I guess, with the U.S., but uh, partially. But uh, you would think they could sit down and at least come to some sort of a meeting of the minds. But we got a divided government. McCarthy was pretty gracious in what his comments said. 
we just don't see this the same way. And right. But, but he thinks they can come to an agreement. So maybe there's reason for encouragement there. The other story that's really got my attention is this young woman, uh, Constance Harris, who was killed when uh, she drove her car over over that wall on Kellogg and into the Washington Street below. 22-year-old living in Los Angeles uh, from Wichita, a successful professional model. And you just got to say, you know, I was talking about that with my with one of my one of my kids last night. I said, how do you how do you get over that wall? You must have. It's pretty high, isn't it? About four or five mm-hmm. feet. Something um, if you lose control and you hit it right and flip, right. something like something that. Exactly had to happen in every bad way possible. Mm. But that's that's the, a real tragedy. In that time of the morning, you wouldn't think there'd be much, much any tra- traffic at no. all on a Sunday morning. Yeah, about seven thirty, I think yeah. it was. So anyway, that's uh, be Sad careful deal. out there. And again, Jad says we got a real. Is that still going on, Jad? Oh you? yeah. In fact, I, I just got a call from one of the traffic trackers saying that it's. Actually starting to back up out onto uh, I-135 now. Again, that accident happened between Seneca and Meridian, and uh, traffic is backing up to the point where it could start affecting north and southbound I-135. Well, oh, I guess we're going to see anything on which way in regards. It's got 15 cars involved in this wreck? Or no, huh? I've, or I've, been, I've been watching it on which, on the which way cameras. It, uh, you can't really tell that more than two cars were involved. It, it looks like there's two cars there. They've got a wrecker out right now uh, starting to move one of the vehicles. Well, good gracious, we, we talked about this at 6 o'clock. Yeah. We started on the air with this thing. Whoa, okay. If you're out there in traffic, nothing we can do to help you except try, try to keep you entertained here a little bit this morning. Well, if you want to talk about entertaining, I did find something that ties yeah. in with the state smell story. State smell. What is our state aroma? Uh, well, apparently there's a, there's, a, uh, there's a company out there called Homesick. That actually makes candles for each state. Really? With signature scents for each state. Signature scents. Yep. Any idea what Kansas is? is it I, I looked up Kansas. Okay. Hey, Jazz's been doing some research. Apparently, the scent of Kansas is a mixture of lime, grass, and cotton. Cotton. <laughs> I don't know what cotton smells like, but apparently, according to these people, that's the I got a cotton shirt Kansas, on. It smells like bo. <laughs> the Kansas signature smell is lime, grass, oh, and cotton. Who comes up with this stuff? Wow. Well, the I, trouble is, sunflower seeds don't really have a sunflowers don't really have a. Great well, do you have any other? Do you have any other states that you want to know the smell of? Well, Oklahoma. Can, okay, right. I can look that up. Right. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. What's the What's the candle smell for Oklahoma? The Oklahoma candle smell is. Oh, come on, really? Butter, cinnamon, and pecan. Wow. That sounds so much better. Oh, butter, <laughs> cinnamon, and pecan. All right. Now we can share something really important with you, ladies and gentlemen. That is, today is National Tater Tot Day. Aha. In the United States, we consume approximately 3.5 billion of these nuggets Man. of potato goodness per year. Bite-sized bits of golden deliciousness created from the scraps from making French fries, <laughs> once these were once used to feed cattle. <laughs> well, I like tater tots. Yeah. I like tater tots. I guess I'm the only person I, I don't care for. Don't them. care for tater tots. Nope. Uh, my daughter makes uh, a tater tot casserole. That's pretty good. But uh, yeah, what's in that? I don't know. Tater tots. That's it. Yeah, I don't know. It's a casserole, so anything can be in it. Okay. You take your take your best shot. All right. 
755, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour this morning with Stephen Ted. Uh, stay with us. We have the latest on winter weather's impact across the south. Ted has sports on the way, right, Ted? That's right. We'll take a look at some uh, Juco basketball action last night. Good night over in El Dorado with Butler Grizzlies. We'll talk about that coming up in sports. Plus entertainment news. The Blur is coming up, too. Yeah, we'll get you entertainment news. All you need to know at 835 this morning. Looking forward to that. And we have traffic and weather in the 8 o'clock hour with Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.